The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Hello, everybody, and welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Mean Advice Show for the Modern Era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, crack that beverage, baby, Griffin McElroy. The energy in the studio is alive and electric. Well, crackling, crackling, crackling. Bazing, bazinga, this energy's good. Crackling oat brand, the energy bouncing from Justin to me, me to Justin. Welcome to the zeitgeist, folks. We have, we are just writing a cultural wave right now, um, thanks to our hot new party game, Which One Vapes. As you know, uh, we we uh, invented this uh, hit party game accidentally uh, last week, and it has taken on a, um, a life of its own, created by Auburn Wood, um, who actually went through and made the uh, it, it, to our almost to our exact specifications. Yeah, this is this is well tailored. My only regret about the whole thing is that we've got this just tidal wave of fun game that we did not think of any way to like monetize. Monetize. It's yeah. a gift. Oh. It's a gift. We'll this come up with another one next time. Give? Wait, J. Alexander or David Letterman? Miss J or Mister D? Damn. Damn. You know, Miss J's got like. Some uh, a fashionable rig. It's like a st- it's like a cane, like a fashionable cane that Miss J lifts up to those lips and Here, then vape juice. Here's comes what out. I'm going to give you guys, please. Uh, this is created. It is like not um not uh, uh uh this is a scientific process, and I have proof because I have leaderboards here. The least likely and most likely to vape. Let me go through the least likely to vape first. Um, oh, excellent. Starting from number six and going back. And I pro- we promise we aren't going to talk about vaping this episode no. as much as we did last episode. Yeah, but I, this is a cultural zeitgeist. The Daily Dot said that this is an important website. Very important. An very important. It's important. been sent We're to the, li- the Lord's work. It's been sent to the Library of Congress. Uh, so here we go. Number six, Michelle Obama. Yes. Definitely not vaping. <laughs> like, yeah, so she's the least, 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 she's least She's the number likely. six least likely to vape. She's okay. not the most least likely to vape. I see, I see, gotcha. I see. Okay. Uh, number five, Vanessa Redgrave. Mm-hmm. Accurate. Yes, yes, okay. Yes. Four, Bruce Lee. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Number three, Joan Plowright. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Number two, Kate Bach. Coming in at number one, most human being, most least likely to vape. Most, no. Okay. Number one, least likely to vape, Dorothy Danridge. Okay. Yeah. Uh, accurate. Okay. Now, here's our top six. Going to number one, heading to number one, oh most God. likely to vape. Justin wouldn't let us look at this beforehand because Everyone, this is this is proving to me that this is a scientifically accurate process. Okay, number six, Jared Leto. Yes, maybe even should be higher. I well, I don't know. Let's see. No. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. There might be some superstars up. Hang on, on hang on. Number five, Dan Cook. Yes, holy Fuck, shit, yes. so good. Number four, Johnny Depp. Wow. Oh my God, these are very good. And the, number three, Shia LaBeouf. Yes, I'm not sure about that one. That I feel one, like I think, he's ranking a bit high there. Yeah, I feel like maybe number two is Macklemore. Yes, <laughs> 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 and number one, John Leguizamo. Of course, <laughs> no, number one is Chris Angel. Oh, wow. holy shit! Wow. He does. He probably has literal vape magic he tricks. He probably vapes, and like, there's no vape rig around him. Like, how did you do how that? Did you he's vape just like mind freak. I don't Cotton. want our. I don't want our vaping listeners because I know there's a contingent of them. Yeah, to feel like we are we are in any way marginalizing you. Uh, there is not a stigma attached. I don't have a word. No. To attach this stigma because I don't necessarily dislike. I don't think there's a any stigma. Of these people. I it's mean, just like yeah, that's I right. I don't think we are either pro or against so much as we're just like. Oh no, this no, is no. a thing that's going on. Sorry, boys, I didn't understand what you were talking about. I'm very much against these be these people who oh, are not those listed people, in the tops. I'm talking about vague. say for Shia. I think it's time for Shia to like find his way back. Um, I but I don't know. I don't want our I don't want our uh I don't want our vaping listeners to feel like we're like 
picking on them or making fun of them. That's not where's, accurate. Where's it's our ranking? Because I know we're in the mix, and then there's a special section that is brothers most to least likely to vape. Number three, Justin McElroy. Number two, Travis McElroy. Number one, really? brother, most likely to vape, Griffin McElroy. I would think I was least likely to vape. Here's the thing. I do talk about cotton and rib. I know the most terminology. <laughs> you do know a lot of But I, that's just, I'm, a, I'm an admirer of the Tumblr You're more scene. fanatic than you are like a, like if you knew a lot about baseball, that doesn't mean you're most likely to play baseball. That's true. That just means you follow the sport. So, so anyway. We, we low lung capacity so yeah. not built for the stuff so anyway which one vapes.com is that it's which one vape oh you've got the actual I, redirect i booked it last time and uh, now the redirect is working so which one vapes.com shout out to Aubrin. Uh, is that 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 mm-hmm. Aubrin, uh pulled down the url which one vap.es which, which is, is good. good shit very good too but now the redirect is working uh gene hagan versus margot robbie uh, i don't think margot yeah, I wouldn't think so. Either. I actually Choose. think it's Margot Robbie. Okay. Um, so, and I, I, there are some odd ones in there for some reason. A Mako shark is one of the options that pretty, people pretty good. have popped up. Anyway, this is our last episode that we're recording all together before we wrap on the show this Friday with the Candlelight Show, which I'm excited to see everybody at. Um, Going to be a big, fun crowd. And then next week, back to remote back to the distance That's i've it. grown so used to recording with you guys in the same room i don't know how i'll return to the comfort of not having to stare at your faces it's gonna be real good we'll figure it out um but anyway thanks for hanging in with us and we love you all uh very much and now it is time to do what we get paid to do the 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 what brought us here it is time to dance with who brung you advice Advice brung us. Advice brung us, and now we're bringing advice. Here it comes. I love my fiance, and we've lived together for almost three years. However, she has one annoying habit. She always drinks only two-thirds of a glass of water and then just leaves the still partially full cup behind. I keep asking her to either finish them or take them to the kitchen to be washed. She insists she may want to finish it later. Nonsense. So my question is this. How do I get her to clean up her mess or should I be concerned about an upcoming invasion of Earth by aliens whose skin is burned by water? That's from Terribly Vexed in Terre Haute. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got amoebas in it. Yeah, it's got amoebas That's what the girl it. in the has movie she, says. There's an important question here, which is, has is there any frequency at which she does actually ever pick up old glasses and drink out of them? Or does she just constantly say, I may want to finish it yeah, later? Yeah, is there never any evidence it? to support this I'll finish it later theory? I don't know. I'm. Why are you looking at me? I didn't ask. Answer the fucking question, Justin. What are you hiding, Justin? Follow the money. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't think so. I think if she was cleaning up after herself, this would be a quite the odd question. Uh, also, no one has ever looked at it. Uh, no one has ever been thirsty and looked at a third cup of anything yeah. and thought, mm, mm, yeah. yeah Ooh, age to perfection. Wash it. You never, like, in an ad for Pepsi, you never see somebody just pick up a th- one-third full cup of flat Pepsi. And like, mm, the taste what's, of the next generation. What's, mm. the, what's the tipping point for water? Because there's definitely... I have a glass of water at my bedside every night, and my, my bedtime routine is make a pee-pee, brush my teeth first, and then get a new glass of water because I won't drink that old shit. Here's an old glass of water. Here's an old glass. There's literally two There's in two, reach. Yeah. What's the tipping point? Like how many hours old does it? And what's getting in there to make it taste so weird? Because it, it does. It does taste you weird. know, Griffin. For me, it's a sliding scale. I can't put my finger on it. But the answer for me is talk. if I can't remember when I put it down. Mm-hmm. It's too old because you at that point who put it down exactly be because that's the thing I I don't know why my fear with old water is always did someone else perhaps touch this that's why yeah. I put that's why I put ice cubes in my drink not because I like the coolness of it but because ice cubes are like hey this this shit's still this good to go one. if this I is, listen this is weird to me because if I screw up my courage enough to actually drink just plain water uh, I get the cup. I fill it with some water. I drink as much as I'm going to, yeah. and I put the cup back right away. Now, I've I don't noticed carry water with that's me. That's a lie, because I've noticed you have a fun little blue bottle, and it's like your water friend. Well, that's a water bottle that's different. Yeah, but like you just lied to us. Oh, you that's have a, a special good solution, container. though. Get some sort of like one of those like aluminum bottle buddies for your girlfriend. Yes. And be like, okay, great. This you can seal back up and then actually get, drink later. I know what you're saying. Yeah, get her a helmet. With slots for two cups exactly. on it and straws that come down from them, and she can just like slurp all day long. And that's fun too because you can decorate it to be like her favorite pro, uh, you know, sports wrestler. Team. Yeah, pro wrestler. <laughs> like maybe you put some horns on there, like a big mohawk. 
That's, that's fun. fun. That's fun. And that's what you got to stay hydrated and you got to stay fun with it. That's what yeah, I always say. That's what relationships are really about. Forcing your partner to drink in the way that you are most exactly. comfortable with. Just shaping them to be more what you think they should be. What's up with water, though? Because I'll never leave a third of a cup of Diet Dr. Pepper sitting around. That's Diet Dr. Pepper. As somebody's it's been cleaning up after you for two weeks, I'm going to go ahead and say this. It's good incorrect. To, it's good to go. That's Doctor. That's Diet Dr. Pepper. I would never leave a soldier behind like that. Water, I can get you out of the same room that the toilet's in, water. <laughs> that's what you are to me. If you think about it, it's completely nonsensical to worry about a glass of water sitting out in the air because like, that's the same air you're breathing. It's not like... Uh, it's except, different. It, except in one circumstance. If it's under a ceiling fan, because everything's coming off that fan. Yeah, that's it. Everything's coming off that fan. Let's establish some danger zones. Now, Justin's Justin just spilled some boy. monster He's energy drink boy. on himself. Uh, under the ceiling fan. Can't drink that water ever again. There's a lot of bad stuff in there. Under the air conditioning vent. I don't no. know who's up there or what they're doing. Other places. If I enter the bathroom with a cup of water, that's where that lives now, because the bathroom air <laughs> is bad. Kitchen. I don't know. Chicken particles could be floating around in there. Salmonella. Can't have the water around there. This might just be very localized to me, but if I see my cat within 30 feet of it, I can't can't trust it it because my cat will shove her whole face into a glass to get a little sip of water from my water. water. Why does the water taste different, though? What's getting in there to make it taste so bad? Fluoride. The well, fluoride's in it then. before yeah. it and then, starts. But then it controls your mind and tells you it tastes bad, so you drink more, so you get the water prices up. Is it Follow du- the money. Is it dust? Is it just dust but particles? Why don't from, I, ta- I don't it just I'm breathing it all the time. Why don't, here. <laughs> I'm not tasting the bad taste in my mouth from the air. Griffin, perhaps your supposition is incorrect. It's not what's getting into the water, but rather what is leaving the water. All the Ooh. good flavors evaporating out as it sits in the open air. This is all perspective, though. Did you ever have friends... In school, where no. when they showed up and they had a smell like that was just like what their house smelled like. Yeah, you you knew that like something you'd left some clothes there because they would have that person's worry house smell. That. But nobody knows their own house smell. That's true. Oh, I worry my. about that all the time. Yeah, I, like go away from your house for two weeks and come back and you're like, oh, this is me. This is my brand. Yeah. I did. That is rough. That's like really actually very jarring when you're on vacation for a week and you come back and you're like, who made grilled cheese? Oh, wait a minute. It's always grilled cheese That's up always in my here. house. Oh, no. I'm grilled cheese, man. And everyone else who's ever come into my house knows it. That's why candles got invented. It's just house, just air hacking. So that's what I call candles air hackers. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you have a Yahoo? Hack the air. Yeah, I got this one. I sent him by level 9,000. Yeah, Drew, 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 Davenport. Thank you, Drew. So yeah, Drew answers user Johnny, who asks. By the way, we got to talk about that hack. There's a Yahoo hack, like 500 million accounts exposed. How's your guys' shit going? Doesn't sound like it's going very good. Hey, Yahoo answers are definitely going to be dead like by next week, right? You're going to have to sell it to pay for the all the accounts. All the hacks. All the and- hacking. Okay, great. Hey, uh, their information got f- hacked 500 uh, million people hacked, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Half a bill. No uh, big half deal. a bill. No big deal. Who has got Yahoo account? Like, yeah. What are you keeping on there? What are the Yahoo? secrets? All right, Griff, I'm ready. Hit me with the Yahoo. All right, this one's asked by Yahoo Answers user Johnny, who asks Are roller coaster good for you? Update, like for your body. Are roller coaster good for you? Are roller coaster good for you? Let's talk about the health benefits of a coaster. Good for, here's the same, here's what I say massages. Very good for you. Mm-hmm. Moving the toxins around, I guess. Yeah. Squeezing the nodules and getting the bad stuff out and moving the bad stuff to the good nodules. And mm-hmm. then releasing the knots and the tension and the aura. Mm-hmm. I think a good coaster flips you, spins all around. And when you get out the end of it, your muscles are all confused and just loose and wild. And I think it's like a reverse massage. It's like putting tension into the body. It's not, taking, it's not rubbing you in the specific hmm. way you need to be rubbed. Um, let me let me posit a circumstance in which uh, it could be very good for your body. Okay, a kidney stone just breaks it all up. With well, this you got kid- you got lodged in there. You can't get it out. You can't get the kidney stone out. And maybe mm-hmm. it's lodged in there, shaped like an arrowhead, and it's buried in Jesus. like the wall of your kidney. Come on. I'm sorry, Griffin. So, so you're positing that like, oh, I have a really big kidney stone. What am I going to do today? Mm. I think when I hit up Great Adventure, just get out there. Yeah. Is well, Great I'm Adventure a, a park? It's I a park. Have no isn't it? fucking idea. Let me idea. try one that I know. I'm going to go to Kings Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like we talk about King's Island a lot. So well, I, King's Island's really I think great. roller coaster good for me because, and this is just like, I don't know if you guys know this about me. It's just like a fun, weird, like a very random, just like funny thing. It's the only way I can get a boner. <laughs> oh no! What? Huh. Yeah. So I'll hop on like the Harry Potter experience. I haven't actually been there, but I'm sure I would go hog hyphen wild on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll just go on a roller coaster and get a bone bone, and then you know, is that good for you? It'll 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 last me a little you know long enough, and then <laughs> it's a I guess I mean the closest amusement park to me is uh, Six Flags Fiesta Texas, which is. About an hour and a half drive, so it's called. It takes some work. Wait, is it really called Six Flags Fiesta, Texas? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't think it's in a town called Fiesta. I think it's just like letting you know, hey, it's time to party. Time to, it's time to party. Specifically, Griffin. So I have an annual pass. They basically just let me come and go. I'm good friends with Barry, who runs the rides there. Um, All the rides, huh? Well, just the one closest to the entrance, because I'll just like run in there, just dart in there, be like, "Yo, Barry," he's like, "Yo, trying to get wood," and I'm like, "Yeah," and so I'll hop on it. And so I'm, Barry knows. Yeah, Barry knows. Barry knows. Barry knows. And then we'll go. And then there's a yeah. I don't think roller coasters are good for your body. Well, I disagree because it's the again, it's the only way I. Get yeah, wo- okay, get- you're that you got a an affliction. I'm saying like by and large, yeah. I think there's like I think you're kind of getting beat up in there. I don't know that I've ever gotten off a roller coaster and thought, ah, better. That's the stuff. Is adrenaline good for your body though? Fight or fuck fl- yeah, dude. Fight fuck, or yeah. flight getting triggered. That's good because you go in there and you like you go into <laughs> sometimes you just gotta fight a roller coaster, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's a very aggressive, very just sexual experience. Just being on a just being on Is a it the loops that give you the wood? Griffin? The what now? I don't want to. I don't want to circle back. But is it the loops that give I you the wood? I think it's is just it a hills? blood flow thing. Mm-hmm. It's getting on one with a good corkscrew, and then the centrifugal force just puts my blood exactly where I need it. The tip of your penis. Well, <laughs> it's uh, a little lewd. Travis. It's a little lewd to <laughs> the talk tip about of the that. penis. Are roller coaster good for your body though? Do you think? Probably. Um, holistically speaking, I think they're like a net loss. I think you get bruised. I think you get shaken all around. Sometimes your head goes between the two headrests. I hate that. Could you make a roller coaster that is good for your body? Okay. Um, I'm saying that maybe like that's what you go into. You design like, hey, everybody, this okay. roller coaster is going to feel like a nap. At the bottom, what about this? At the bottom of the dip. Chick, 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 going up, going up, going up, going up. I'm going down. I'm screaming. Ah, my mouth is open. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ah, what's that? The bo- bottom salad. You're just going oh, through. I like that. That's you're, fun. You're just like get shoving it in there. And then halfway through the ride, it just stops for 45 minutes. And like a pillow comes out. And you can just take like a, just a quick 45-minute nap. Because that's always good for everybody. 45-minute nap is a fucking nightmare. And I wish you would 21-minute nap? 26-minute nap is like where you want to well, be. Well, um, agree to disagree. I prefer 21 minutes. So uh, Emma Martina Luigi Murano. Uh, born 29 November 1899, is the oldest living person. And by the way, internet, it took me oh, way too long to figure this out. We should just, if I if I type oldest, then there should be a website called oldest living person that just tracks that shit. Maybe that's the next project from the people who brought you which one vapes. Anyway, Emma, huge coaster head. Right. So there's something, there's something there. There's something there. there. What's the quote? Is there, you said there was a quote in there about like how much, Emma loves coasters. Yeah, it says, uh, uh, boy, boy, howdy, I just love getting spun around and getting wood on these coasties. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. And it says, I can't do them anymore, though, um, because I would turn to dust if I went on a roll. If this, if this woman went on Son of Beast at King's Island, she would just be reduced to ash. Doesn't it? Doesn't it's been closed for a half decade. She would. It would be quite a feat if she it would be the pretty, non-existent roller coaster. Incredible. But anyway, huge coaster head, Emma Murano. Uh, no big deal. Just like 116 years old. That's pretty 116 good. 116 years young. No, old. no, she's old. She's, old. A, she's, she's very pretty old, old actually. Yeah. Looking, looking really good though. What's her? The top result is also Emma Martina Luigi Murano diet. If you type in Emma, then like it, it fills to that because you know some people are like, oh, I want to be one sixteen. Secret, I'm guessing. Lots of pasta, lots of coasties, <laughs> lots of wood. Okay, that's one option. That's one option. Is it just you got to move the blood around and you got to fill that tummy with pasta. Gotta get that wood. The last few days, someone has left a bike parked on my sidewalk near my house. Kickstand down, no lock. Just standing there, not even in front of any residents. It's not in bad shape. 
and only needs a f- new front tire to be rideable. I was sitting there for three days straight with it no It was sitting movement. there. You weren't sitting there watching it, just not moving, afraid the bike would run away if you made sudden movements. It was sitting there for about three days straight with no movement or anyone coming to get it. So I said, fuck it, and took it. Am I good? That's from Cycle Salvage in the American it's South. from Bike Thief in Birmingham. Thief, a bike taker. This person's a bike thief, right? Yeah, you took I'm the sorry, bike. You're back. Like, how long would a car need to sit on the street before you're like, no one's coming back mm, for this car? That, yeah. that hoopty's got a busted spoiler. I'm just going to take it. <laughs> what? It sat in front of my house for three days and no one moved the car, so I guess it's I, a free car. You know, car. I tried the handle and it was unlocked, so I grand thefted the auto. You can't just take a thing because someone left it stationary. This thing is old and bad, so it's mine now. It wasn't a fucking cat that you found outside that was hungry. It was a person's bicycle that maybe they need to reinflate the front tire, but that's no excuse. You're on some Wisdom of Solomon shit, like the bike goes to the person who loves it the most. And maybe you're about to like try to deny this, but let me ask you this, and be, be brutally honest with both me and yourself. What kind of due diligence did you do after mm-hmm. you took? Did you put signs up that were like, "Hey, if you come looking for this bike, I've got it. It's safe. You can have it." Or were you just like, "This is mine. No one will ever know this is mine." Like, what's how much work did you do to make sure the rightful owner would not think <laughs> I know crazy? It was just stolen. It's just you just. You just kind of stole you a bike took a little it. bit. You just kind of it. It's not the worst stealing of a bike that ever was. No, it's not like you chopped the lock and took a little kid's huffy, but it's not great. God, I would love to have been there when you finally broke and just did the damn dirty thing. Can you imagine where you have to be at? Just like, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Just like you had to stick your courage to the sticking place. Just like walk down your driveway and just like grab it like am i really doing this am i re- i bet it was so exciting i bet you were thrilled like am i really stealing this bike oh my god i'm stealing this bike i'm doing this i bet they did it slow at first like they probably eased up and acted like they weren't just, taking it yeah they were just like dusting and off. yelled oh, yeah. and yelled like i'm taking this bike now i hope nobody <laughs> stops me i'm you're lucky as shit that you weren't bait bike. Oh yeah, oh, John Quinones was was across the street in a car. Detective, this is an Detective of, John Quinones. <laughs> this is an episode of What Would You Do? And you just lost the morality test. You, I will say it is impressive though, that no one just stole it. Yeah, I mean someone did. You, someone someone did, yeah, and that person it. was the you. I would love a follow up where John Quinones does join a police force and becomes Detective John Quinones and a sequel show called What Did You Do? <laughs> <laughs> and he just busts people for crime. He's like, I've got a special TV segment. You stole the bicycle, and we've been filming it for, for three days. Oh, well, yeah, I guess uh, I guess you got me. I guess I learned my lesson. You sure did. You have the right to fucking remain silent. I'm Detective John Quinones. No second chances. That's the, third. that's the kind of man I am. That's the kind of man I am. No more. You took the bike, fever. Um, you stole... Stole it. You did. You did steal it. Okay, break it down into its base components. There was a thing that was not yours. Yes. And you made it yours. By way of your taking of it. Without paying for it or even asking for permission Mm -hmm. of a thing. Yes. That's that's stealing. That's and I don't I've just described stealing. I mean, let's be honest, that bike was probably stolen. From someone else, oh, right? Oh, every bike has been stolen. I- I'm going to go back to Austin and open up my garage, and both of my bikes are gone. So, like, all bikes are stolen. Yeah. Basically. I think someone stole this, and then, like, maybe they lost their nerve There's, or saw a cop or something. Yeah, and just, maybe like, it's cursed. It. It's a, could be a curse. It could be one of those Jumanji bikes. Could be a Jumanji bike. And now you're, what, riding it around? That but, Okay, listen, question asker. Here's my question for you. You take your hot bike, you're riding your hot bike around the neighborhood, and somebody goes... Hey, I think that's my bike. How do you respond? Because that's going to color yes. like the rest of my rest. If you're like, oh, it was sitting in front of my house. So, and, and, uh, and you question ask her the fact that your mind is racing right now to think about ways to prevent this. That the the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, right there. that means you stole the bike. I'm worried that now, after the thrill of stealing a bike has happened, that you're now going to crave that high again. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know that. I, I don't know that any bike is safe around you now, Here's, you know, and then pretty soon it'll be a velocipede, you know? There's only one 
circumstance in which you find a bike in the wild and you can make it yours. And I think it's if you fish it out of the river. Yeah. yeah. If you go fishing, and this is why most people fish. Like, it's not to fish because it's fucking boring. They're all hoping to get a bike. bike. Yeah. Well, because that's not stealing it. That's rescuing a bike. You You're saved re- a bike at that yeah. point. And yeah. it's good for the environment. Yeah. I want to suggest a, a sort of middle ground and see how it grabs you guys. Okay. What if you take the bike mm-hmm. and ride it as your own, mm-hmm. but every night when you're done with the bike, you return it to the sidewalk and leave it standing there just where you For somebody it. else, steal a bike. and ha- Don't have a bike, steal a bike. Have a bike, <laughs> give it to be stole the bike. No, I'm saying you, you like, don't try to break this wild bike. Don't mm. try to, like, oh, okay. make it yours. I'm saying, like, leave it as a wild bike that when you need a bike, it's there community for bike. you. It's a community bike. Every, you, but you ride it, but you don't try to take possession of it. You just use it when you need it. And if it's no longer there at some point, oh well. I that guess bike's not, moved on to its Because what purpose. are you doing by taking it? Here's what you're really like. Let's 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 put a let's put a pin in it. When you take it, what you're saying is, boy, I hope no one else steals this before I do. Yeah, like that's all. That's all you're doing is like I'm going to pre-steal this so mm. no one steals it from the imagined possession that I've created around it. The only thing you can do now is go throw it in the river. For yeah. some for some lucky fisherman to find, and, and maybe leave a note on it that's just like this bike is not cursed, or like just which write, bike, and write on the note serendipity because I've I saw the movie a long time ago. Well, you talk to a DVD about. of serendipity to the bike. Yes, do they if they throw the bike in and then catch it themselves? Is that big then, fish? Is it like baptism? If is it, it then yes. like? But they can't do it in the same. It has to come back around to them. They can't do it in the same through event. all the worlds. Yeah. Okay. Because also. The experiences that bike has had will make it a fuller, richer bike. You know what I mean? If that bike is truly lived, you know. Guys, I miss my like. I miss my bike. I can't wait to get home and put some laps on it. I miss my bike. I can't wait to get home and tune her up. Yeah, uh, as, uh, assuming it's still there. Which oh, it, isn't. it won't be. But if it is, I'm gonna grease the chains and pump those wheels and just. Have you tune ever had a up. bike stolen from you? Yeah, I had one stolen. When I was a kid. I had one stolen. Griffins. No, I'm due. I'm due for it. <laughs> Mine was on the porch of the Fine Arts Building in Oklahoma, and my lock was broken on my like U-bolt lock thing. Mm-hmm. So I put, just kind of draped it around so it looked locked. I was inside the building for about 20, 30 minutes and came back out, and it was gone. And there was like shrubbery and foliage all around the porch. So like someone had to walk up and yeah. check and test How every brazen. bike to steal my like eighty dollar like Walmart bike. No, I've never had a bike stolen. But when I flew here for the TV show, I left my bike um, and the front tire is a little beat up. But I left it outside of somebody's house and I just like put the kickstand down. I didn't lock it because Austin's a pretty friendly place, so I left it there. Um, and I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure it'll. I'm sure it's not a big deal. Someone's negligence is not an excuse to steal things from them. Yes, that's right. They accidentally left their bike there. Maybe they needed to run in someplace real quick, and it took them longer than they thought it would. Three days. Yeah, three days longer than they, they thought. They had it to would. just run in into that puzzle dungeon real quick yeah um should we go to the money zone yeah let's go we i'm gonna need money to buy a new bike because mine's in hell folks our first sponsor this week is blue apron uh, if you have been looking to maybe expand your cooking prowess, uh, but you don't know where to start, it can be pretty intimidating, but Blue Apron makes it really easy. They're going to deliver you a box with all the food you need, fresh summer vegetables, fresh, you know, great produce, great meats, uh, and step-by-step instructions with pictures that'll let you, uh, create, uh, uh, delicious home-cooked meals with perfectly pre-proportioned I have a lot of trouble with that one every time. Proportion hey, ingredients. Blue Apron, you make an incredible product, and your liner notes here that we're supposed to read are pretty good. But I think we need to just come up with a different word because we just goof that one hard each time. Uh, and this is for less than ten dollars a meal, which is which is pretty great. They've got variety. Re- new recipes are created weekly and are not repeated within a year. Um, there's a, uh, you can customize what you want based on your preferences. If you have, you know, dietary things that you're trying to stick to, uh, blue apron can accommodate that. Uh, and, and, uh, it's easy and fun. Some meals that are coming down the pike in September, paprika, spice, shrimp, and cheddar grits with tomato and sweet corn. Delicious. Spicy. Ho- there's your ASMR, everyone. Spicy. Ho- or they just threw up. Chicken. Well, that's the like mouth sound Griffin made was not. That's no. how I, this is how I, this is how I, so I, I have different ways of eating each kind of food. So the way that I did shrimp and grits was 
So keep, read the next one, and I'll tell you how Spicy I eat Spicy hoisin chicken stir fry with <laughs> baby bok choy and sesame ginger cucumber salad. I so that that's one I do like I do big bites, big animated bites on yeah, that one. That sounds like a Sesame Street character eating a transition into the next scene, like mm. a monster. What's yeah. the next one? I'm not doing any more. Eggplant Thanks. and chickpea chickpea tag to gene. Fuck, we gotta learn how to say this word, fellas. Anyway, that one's like and I do like a bunch of really quick little bites. Great. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash my brother. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash my brother. What is that? Kind of like bad corn? Little bites, just little bites. Little okay. bites? Can I tell you about Squarespace? Wait. I would like to tell you about Squarespace, please, for once. Can I just... We never let Travis tell us I, about Squarespace. Can I yes. just, please? But if I, it makes you feel any better, it's because we think you're going to do a really bad job. I'm not. I'm going to do a good job. Okay. So you know websites? Where do you get them? Right? Like, yeah. it seems like everyone's got one, and they're taught, like, maybe it's a website all about, like, I don't know, who vapes, or, like, the invasion of Normandy, I or think, something. I think you have to go to the store or maybe there's like a government place that you have to go to and ask them for a website and then they do you know what government i used to think that yeah but no you just go to squarespace.com they've already got a bunch of websites that they'll just give you i don't think it works that way so they bought all the websites and then you go there and they're like that'll be five dollars for a website and i say okay an old man leads you down a dusty corridor Mm. and he asks you some questions about the kind of person you are and then he just reaches up and selects a website he grabs and says, this an, one will do he nicely grabs, he grabs an old mason jar full of websites and he unscrews the lid and upends the websites out onto the table and you get to pick the one you want <laughs> he said what well what no it couldn't be i've had this one here for years certainly not only one dark wizard has claimed this website before <laughs> it doesn't work like this at all but it is very easy travis our prediction of you doing a bad job Swing Squarespace has been prescient. Voldemort also has a website that uses Ruby. I thought I was actually doing a pretty good job until you guys started on this old man tangent. Well, no, this is this is the important thing about commercials is to not let the other two brothers assail. Yeah, you gotta stand your ground. Let me run through what it is. So Squarespace, Squarespace will teach you and show you everything you need to know to build a pretty amazing website. I made macroshows.com on Squarespace. It took me about 30 minutes. How much um, did you have to pay the old man at the store for macroshows? Um, I don't remember, but it was very reasonable. It was yeah. a very low does amount. He hit, does, he do, does he deal in trades? No, but with every website, you do get one Werther's original still warm from his pocket. Travis, <laughs> you are letting us walk all you over right. you. Let me tell you about the features. It's easy. You get a free custom domain. They got beautiful templates, seamless commerce tools. So if you want to like make money off your website, you can do now, that. Now, how did you fold the commerce tools into McElroy Show? Every time you click a link on MacRoyShows.com, you get charged five dollars. <laughs> what is the deal. What does the website man get? For, uh, the website man gets four ninety nine of it. That's a lot. For I the- get one penny, but I, I'm literally doing no work. Um, the website man doesn't dr- he dresses very poorly and you would think <laughs> with all the money he's making from the website residuals he's very invested he has a very diverse you are portfolio a fucking doormat right <laughs> now okay let me try again <laughs> they've got customer support out the wazoo 24 7 you can talk to a human being who's going to help you out just, just, the old the same, just the old man just the old man um and he's you very can, busy you can start today get your free trial free free trial today at squarespace.com slash mybrother to get 10% off your first purchase. Go check it out. Go do it. Start your own website. Maybe you have your own new cultural phenomenon like which one vapes. Uh, I, I have a personal message I here. I wish I could be at the Squarespace offices when he's like, Valerie, get in here. We found it. The Macro Brothers found it. The perfect advertisement for our website service. You know that openly hostile sound you've been looking for? <laughs> Listen to this. Got a personal message here, Jumbotron message for Anthony, soon to be Le Mans. Le Mans. Le Mieux. Uh, and it's from Allison, soon to be Le Mieux, who says, I love you more than Griffin loves horses. False. 
Travis loves dogs. Impossible. And Justin loves not having to say big words in Jumbotrons. Correct. Uh, I can't wait to marry you on Saturday and spend the rest of our lives listening to the brothers together. I love you so much, Burbles. You can hit me up on my mobile anytime. Oh, this wedding's actually happening this week. We crushed it. We stuck the landing on the date, folks. October 1st is when uh, Anthony and Allison are getting married. Uh, Congratulations. You two are very excited. Uh, Hope everything goes well. I'm sure it will. And enjoy your new life together. I got a message for Itay. That's Allison Taylor. From uh, B-Life, which is Blythe. Who is Blythe? Hey, happy birthday to you, Ite. Thank you for introducing me to the magical world of Babim Bam, biking, and all things majestic. Cheers to all the bike riders and Mario. No, sorry. Hey, bike riders. Thanks for listening <laughs> to my message. Hey, hey, got a second bike riders? This one goes out to all the biker people out there. This goes to all the bike thieves out there. Uh, so take another run at this. Read the rest of the fucking message. Okay, thank you for introducing me to the magic world of Bim Bam biking and all things majestic. Cheers to all the bike rides and Mario Kart times that are ahead. Also, happy birthday for like four years, girl. This one's for June. (laughs) Didn't quite wanged it just a little. Didn't quite get there. I do like that you introduced. If I can double check this again. You inter- you were introduced by your friend to my brother, my brother, me, mm-hmm. and the concept of biking. Yeah, it's tight, dude. You know cars? Imagine half of that. <laughs> hey, look what I stole for you. Look what I stole for you. It's like a car, but half of that, and the engine is you. I would love to be in Blythe's childhood home when she sees kids outside moving quickly past the window on some kind of wonderful metal monster. If you're on a bike, you're the engine. And all the food you ate that day is the fuel. Think about it. So when you go, you could call, you could go to Taco Bell and be like, "I'm at the gas station for the me engine." If you give think me some it. bike fuel, and give a me some, Can I get a bike? Can I get a Crunchwrap bike fuel? <laughs> mm. Mm. I'm Barbara Gray. I'm Brandy Posey, and I'm Tess Barker. We're Lady to Lady. Do you want to sleep over in your ears? Is that a friend in your pocket, or are you just podcast to see me? We're a portable hangout you can bring to the gym, on the subway, or on an oil rig. Seriously, we have listeners who do that. Show with us while we get high with Margaret Cho. Talk showgirls with Katya from Drag Race. And hear Broadway star Anthony Rapp sing Hamilton. I am not throwing away my shot. (laughs) I am not throwing away my shot. Hey, yo, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not throwing away my shot. That's Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. You guys want to Yahoo? You know what, Griffin? I would. How about this one sent in by mm, Level 9000? It's from Yahoo Answers user 420. Nice. Who asks? That's not one that got removed. No. Amazing. Uh, and it's in Pets Horses. Asks, have you met or seen any celebrities through the horse world? Which is, of course, if you look at a mirror <laughs> during, the, during the dark hour, you can see. World. You can peer through the Equestroverse. You can peer into the Equestroverse, and its secrets will be revealed. I'm just wondering if anyone else has. I've seen Patrick Swayze. So this this one's from <laughs> this a bit ago. Uh, I've seen Patrick Swayze at the... Unless... Oh, my God. <laughs> Swayze's in the Equestroverse. Is that where he went? We've got we've to get, we get him out of there. Gotta get him out. DD2's got to happen. Actually, you know what? DD2 did happen, by the way. Wait, wait. Call Havana Nights. Yeah. DD3. Yep. Yeah. Quack. 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 Uh, I've seen uh, Swayze at the Kentucky Horse Park before, and in WEF, that's the Winter Equestrian Festival in Florida, Seinfeld was there because his daughter rides, and I talked to him. Ha, 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 ha. (laughs) <laughs> here's what i said <laughs> mary kate olsen tried my friend's horse the other week give let me let me try your horse it is mine now uh so we get to talk to her and i shook steven spielberg's hand his daughter was in my junior hunter class that's for hunting horses the horse world wait 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 like you see him out in the wild like, shh, 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 i got a shot no you don't kill the horses you ride the horses into hunt into the hunt it's just you and the horse killing much smaller defenseless yes. animals Got i it. just think it's cool that celebs compete in the same sport i do and when they're in the horse world they're still viewed as celebrities but people generally leave them alone like they're normal people showing no paparazzi or anything scattering 
a blessy. Oh, thank you. No paparazzi or anything annoying scattering to them or to talk or greet them. It's just interesting. Do you have any celeb stories that relate to horses? Share! I love to hear them. Oh, share? Yeah, she loves riding horses. Share me those. Share! Share! Nice horse! Hey, share! This person, through being a part of the horse world, Mm. has met Seinfeld, Spielberg. Yes. Mary Kate. Uh Uh-huh. Swaz. Swaz. Swaz A. And, like, everybody was just totally chill. Yeah, everybody was totally chill. I'm saying that the horse world is fucking... Star studded. Do you know who loves horses? Who? I'll give you two people who love horses. Please tell me now. Martha Stewart. Okay. Crazy about him. Channing Tatum. Yes. Very crazy much so. for that horses. That makes perfect sense. Um, Goes crazy for him. He's got his own. He's gone riding with Martha Stewart. I know this from Baby Geniuses. They do a whole segment called Ban Chunch about Martha Stewart's pony Ban Chunch. Hunter Jumper says, I've never met anyone at a horse show, frown face, but... <laughs> Bill- never, and I mean... I've never met anyone. anyone at a horse show. But Bill Gates used to work with my dad and would come speak at his meetings. Same with Steve Jobs. My friend was in the Justin Bieber movie, and a close family friend has worked with Channing Tatum. My family also goes to the TED conferences every year. We meet a lot of people there. Hold on. Hold the the fucking That's not what we ask. It's not, have you ever met anyone, period. That's an unacceptable diversion. Justin, have you ever met anybody at the horse thing? Well, no, but I saw Dave Chappelle on the street in New York once. So that was cool. So that was cool. Also, my dad. Dad is Steve Jobs, so fuck you. My dad hangs out with Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. I did. Did, yeah. We, man, we've just lost a lot of people since uh, September 4th, 2009. Have you guys ever met anyone through the through the horse world? Have I met anyone through the horse, the horse world? So one time during the dark hour, I did look into the mirror. <laughs> during It was a thunderstorm outside, and I looked in to the, into the mirror, and... Um, Wanda Sykes was on the wow. other side. Wow. Yeah, Wanda Sykes was looking. She was also during the dark hour was looking into the mirror through the Equestriverse, and like it was hard to see her through all the you know billowing manes and just sort of like dust clouds being kicked up while these mustangs just sort of ran ran through. But yeah, we definitely saw it, and I waved, and she waved. She looked a little bit uncomfortable, but it was it was nice. Did she have a prophetic message for you? Because I've heard if you look in the mirror at the dark hour and you see Wanda Sykes. In the horse world, that she'll tell you something that you wish you didn't know about your future. I mean, any communication was sort of you know language gets destroyed in the the horse world, yeah. and the, uh, so it's hard. It's it's really it's tough. It it's was tough. just one of like screaming. It was yeah. one of like, and she was screaming something. And I was it, trying to read her lips, but it, there were like so many horses. That's mm-hmm. the worst part. If she was screaming a date. Mm-hmm. Just over she, and over. she actually reached out and she wrote something on a notepad. And as soon as she held it up, her mirror shattered, and she was actually lost to the horse world. Ugh, so. You oh, hate to see hate that. that. You hate that when that happens. I've, I've okay. never met anybody specifically through the horse world, but yeah. when I was in Scotland, Teresa and I did go on a horseback ride through the Glen, and I rode a horse. And I I'm, what was the horse's name? I I can't remember the horse's name, but I swear it was it was in. I don't know if it was like a spiritual thing or just like a spiritual success. Oh, it's a spiritual thing, thing, definitely. Because the horse was Napoleon Bonaparte. I can oh, tell, shit. I can you tell by the way the horse shit. Like it shit. It was very like Napoleon powerful. Napoleon, small man, huge craps. <laughs> and he would do it right in the middle of the ground, staring <laughs> yeah, at like sure. staring into Challenging the eyes of his you. like officers yeah. to like show dominance. And he would only do it once a week because he wanted to get a really good one. And he'd be like, Zutalo, it's time. <laughs> From the mega crap, and it would yeah. actually like kind of lift him off the ground. A yeah, little it's bit. like a fun. Cartoon and that's exactly dookie. what this horse did. And I was like, oh my god! Do you great. think you know? You know, like you see those sedans that have like four people carrying it. Like, don't you think that as a display of dominance, those should all have holes in the bottom to shit out of them? <laughs> yeah, because like, what could be more? Like, there's one thing cooler than being carried by four people, and it's like I'm actually going to take a dump right now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, how about let's try to keep it steady? How about another question? I want to get in the horse world. How can you get in the horse world? Do you have to pay your way in? I mean, yes. Do you have to own a horse? Yeah. That probably helps. They probably don't want any looky-loos that are just like, I don't have a horse, but I'm super into them. Yeah. You're just a poseur. You're a casual. Hit me with a cue. Here it comes. I was eating a cookie after lunch at, before going to the, I want a squad. Squad. No, you fucked it up. That I was got very it. good re- time that you did it very well. Thank you. I I want a munch squad. Am I supposed to sing it? I want to munch squad. The hut's back. 
I don't know. Has the hut been up to the squad before? Is it, is um, the hut like is sticking cheese and hot dogs and fucking everything. So yeah, I'm assuming they've been in the mix. This here's the literal title of this press release. Give it to me. This is not a drill. Jesus God, no! It's happening wow. for real. Pizza Hut unleashes latest cheesy goodness in all new grilled cheese what, stuffed crust. What the pizza. fuck did I tell you? Pizza Hut embarrassing us with cheese. Okay, here's the. Here's the beginning of the press release. Well, we like to refer to press releases here on the Munch Squad because who better to talk about this stuff than the experts? Justin, wait, before you jump into it really quick, and this is important. This is like a drill, right? This is like a... No, this, this is, is like not a, a drill. This is like a practice run. Grilled cheese, good. Original stuffed crust pizza, good. Grilled cheese stuffed crust pizza, real good. Nice. That's good copy right there. It, it features extra gooey cheddar and mozzarella cheese stuffed mm. in baked in onto the crust finish off the grilled cheese crust it's topped with toasted breadcrumbs and melted butter because that's been the problem with crust More bread. to this point it's just bread and butter i mean, just love the the huts uh genuine cheese like their mozzarella and it's all hand they, the they use the swiss and the corks um, my question is this mm. What, is there anything in there, Justin, that stipulates what separates this from a cheese-stuffed crust pizza? Which I just fucking outlined for you that includes hand-rolled artisanal mozzarella. Is that the mozzarella? And toasted breadcrumbs and melted butter. The butter is probably what, what separates it from the herd, oh, right? These motherfuckers put breadcrumbs up on the bread? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to determine here. unacceptable, it's guys. In- it's impossible. It's impossible. Where did they get the crumbs from? They must have destroyed other bread. Yeah, I've got Wait, a- they must have taken whole bread <laughs> to ruin it for other bread. Yeah. Every Great. pizza takes two pizzas to pizza and that's just yeah i'm an eco-conservationalist and that just sets me off here's a quote <laughs> the perhaps the most unnecessary explanatory quote in american uh, uh uh rhetoric it's from david tim chief marketing officer of pizza hut so you know he's he can be trusted the grilled cheese stuffed crust pizza is the perfect combination of a classic grilled cheese and traditional pizza Thanks, David. Thank cool, man. I did, I did wonder where you're going with this bad boy. You we know what would be a way bolder statement? It's an imperfect yeah, This, hy- this hybrid should not and could not exist. Here's the truth. We've been working on this for two years, and we just got to a point where it's like, we can't put any more R&D into this. We just have to release it in the wild. The result is a delicious, flavorful, and indulgent pizza that packs mm. the punch of a gooey, cheesy, crunchy Lux- grilled cheese. Lux- what, how much selling does it take to get the concept of the like, crust is like grilled cheese? Okay? <laughs> I know what you're doing. And, and and then it says uh, the result of eating this pizza will either be dumped forever or never dumped again. Yeah. Or it's like unclear. Or point. like both, but alternating. And you never know which one is going to be. Indulgent is maybe the <laughs> best it's adjective. Because like- it, the, it's literally one shade below like <laughs> gluttonous fuck pile. This is a real hedonistic pizza. Yeah, Enjoy. It, it feed your corpulence. <laughs> Bathe in olive oil and red wine. Add, this, add this to your self slime trash bag. <laughs> yeah, the perfect <laughs> the perfect appetizer for a night at the vomitorium. <laughs> then have your servant come in and tickle your throat with a feather so that thou must enjoy more Rub pizza. this on your face. You would think the press release would end there. Oh. But someone wrote all that stuff and was like, I still don't know if they get it. it. They say, this is how they justify. Cheese is rapidly rapidly becoming one of America's favorite foods. Dot cheese? cheese? (laughs) It's 2016. Cheese has been a pretty dominant part of cuisine for Hmm. ever. It continues. Related Pizza is often ranked as the most popular food in America. Get out. Pizza Hut puts that in every one of their press releases. Pizza, still very good. Still very, very still good. Still enjoyed by many. We did millions of dollars of research to determine that people seem to like cheese and pizza. And I'm reading here down on the press release, it says, fuck hamburgers. That's crazy. <laughs> then it continues to round out the equation. Grilled cheese has been pegged as one of the most comforting foods ever imagined. Now all these favorites and there are quotes on that favorites can be enjoyed as one this is like the person that tells you a joke and it's like no the horse has a long face so so why the long face is because the horse has a long face 
this is I'm going to read this the last paragraph here, okay? Because the fact that this is a paragraph as part of a press release going out to the press does d- just delight it's me. Heartbreaking. Though. Is there a newspaper, by the way, of record that is like great quotes? Definitely going to toss these in our story. Cheese. It's very important right <laughs> very, now. Very pizza on the rise. Pe- pizza. People like pizza and cheese, and they like grilled cheese. So it's we not put, the presses. Yeah. Steven, with his front page. The grilled cheese stuffed crust pizza can be topped with any one of the following fresh Pizza Hut ingredients. Good God. Fresh mushrooms, fresh spinach, fresh red onions, fresh green bell peppers, sliced banana peppers, sweet pineapple, sliced jalapeno peppers, Mediterranean black olives, Peruvian cherry peppers, and diced Roma tomatoes, as well as pepperoni, Italian sausage, premium salami, the stuff you're really going to put on, slow roasted ham, hardwood smoked bacon, grilled chicken, beef, and seasoned pork. Pizza lovers can customize their pizza with a choice of five sauces, including classic marinara, premium crushed tomato, creamy garlic parmesan. This is now a menu. Hey, your press release is now a menu. menu. They can also top their pizza with a choice of sauce drizzles. This is just your menu, idiot. It's your menu, dummy, idiot, (laughs) dumb asshole. You just put this in your press release. It's just your fucking menu. Are you you fucking Charles Dickens working on a word count? You get paid by the line? The things you can put on the pizza is all the things because there's no pizza law. These are the prices. These are the prices and the different sizes, and here's every phone number to every Pizza Hut. <laughs> so please. call, you'll talk to Bill. He'll walk you through the process from that hey, point. Hey, guys, this is a great press release. I was just wondering, I'm, my name is Dr. Salad, and I was wondering if there's anything for me at your establishment. And Mr. Dom- Domino's has been able to help me out lately, so I'm not such a heel at my local parties. Go fuck yourself. Cheese is so popular right now. Unless we can put grilled cheese into a salad somehow. That's crazy. That's ludicrous. And also, can I just make one... Quick note, they try to sell you a line about how they'll make your crust uh, pretzel. Griffin and I specifically Oh, what the fuck? I didn't even think about that. It's all I've thought about for three days. Griffin and I specifically requested a pretzel. After a long shoot, a long day of shooting and doing... We had to eat late night pizza and we specifically asked for a pretzel crust and did we get it? We did not. Did not. But could you get... Wait. Could you get a grilled cheese crust that's pretzel? Yeah, we can get whatever the fuck we want. There's no pizza law. There's no, nothing I actually left. don't think that that would work. I don't think you could. Anyway, uh, let me yet. actually read the question. I was eating a cookie after lunch before going to the computer lab. When I got there, I realized it was a crumb from the cookie stuck in a fold of my shirt. Without thinking, I popped it straight into my mouth. Mm. Several people in the lab stared at me in shock, even though I explained it was just a cookie crumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't understand. It was a crumb from a cookie. I was uh, enjoying a, a, a delectable Otis Spunkmeyer, and I just couldn't let a single morsel of that <laughs> oh, bad boy get away. Oh, under my nails. Uh, per- oh, you're, you're scandalized because perhaps I should have shared. <laughs> oh, sorry. All the Otis Spunkmeyer for me, unfortunately. What do you want to call your cookie company? Well, I have a pretty appetizing name. What is it? It's Otis Spunkmeyer. <laughs> Good, put it on things. <laughs> Finish the question. Okay. Uh, should I just brush it off, or was I okay not letting it go to waste? That's from Insatiable Appetite in Athens, Georgia. You were absolutely not okay. That is oh, unacceptable. Okay. What is it? Oh, it's acceptable. Well, the problem is they did not clarify the size of said crumb. If you have a cookie crumb on your shirt, mm-hmm. that's a passenger on you. That's embarrassing. Eating it isn't that is whatever. Why do you fucking care? You, I don't know the level of like CSI bullshit you would need to go through to confirm 100% that it was definitely a delectable Otis Spunkmeyer cookie Especially crumb. when you work, uh, let me check the question again, in a lab. Yeah, you work in a lab. In a There's, computer lab. It's like you're doing oh, fucking lab. science. They're not okay. like dicing. I missed the word computer. They're like, oh man, we've almost finished splicing the genome. Oh no, I made the one that gives me wasp wings. Sweet. That's how science works. That is how science works. Okay, other options though, like people were acting pretty upset. But how would what would they have thought if you picked a cookie come off your shirt and just like flicked it at them? Like that would be. I think bad. they probably would have thought you were a real like bad boy. What were you supposed to do? Go get a napkin and throw away? Like what is this? No, hold it out in front of you as though it were like a spider and like ooh, ooh. I'm gonna crap. What do I do? What and do I really do, panic. Why are they? Fu- why are these people fucking mad dogging you? Hey, that's what I would say. If if I picked delicious crumb from a spunk and chomped it, and you guys looked at me like, Ugh, I would look at the two of you and I'd say, hey, 
Mind your own fucking business. What I eat and do to my body is none of yours. It's possible that all of these other people at the computer lab, like, they all got together and they just watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh. And they just see you, like, pluck a crumb and eat it. And they're like, what if, oh, and they all just horrified themselves thinking what about if that was one of the kids. What if, it was Richard, yeah. what if that was Richard Moranis himself? I don't think he got shrunk in the movie. Uh, except he did in the second one? What the fuck are you talking about? No, he did in the third one. Yeah, okay. Honey, we shrunk ourselves. Then why did you say that he did? He shrunk but the he kids. But he didn't Honey, I shrunk the kids. He shrunk- said it in the movie. The kids got He shrunk. shrunk the kids. He exploded his infant son. And yeah. then he the order, The order son. was shrunk the kids, <laughs> saved them, thought... I'm going to keep doing this, this particular, I'm going to keep following this particular dream, blew up his son and was like, Richard, maybe, uh, no, I'm going to keep doing it, I think. And then did himself. And I think that was the final straw because we didn't get it. Yeah. The fourth one is, well, has there's to be, a TV show. Uh, the fourth one has to be, honey, I think this relationship <laughs> is run aground. <laughs> honey, I think no we way. need to take Wait, a there's break. A TV, there's yeah. a TV show? Yeah. With Peter Scolari. Yeah. Was the TV show just like every episode? Like, how the fuck does this keep happening? It was all different machines. It was the, the shrinkery was in the. Do you think that when they were naming Honey, I Shrunk the Kids two, somebody said we'll go with I blew up the baby, mm-hmm. and everybody went, uh, um, let's see if we can come up with better than that. And it was like I made the baby real big. I bigged up the baby. If each one is a sentence that you are saying to your spouse, then I think by five it would just be like. Margaret, I it fucking uh, Margaret, I can't fucking believe this. I know this is gonna be hard to believe, but it happened again. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Still not my fault. Baby, I blew up the baby. Honey, we shrunk ourselves. Sweetheart, I done fucked this one so bad. Margaret, this is gonna be the end of our marriage, isn't it? <laughs> honey, I want you back. That's honey, I want. Honey, I want you back, and also I'm very small. Please come get me. <laughs> Think of your very small husband, honey. I finally listened to your complaints and blew up my wiener. This <laughs> is like a crazy great hog, honey. I shrunk your dad to the point of non-existence, and now he's gone. <laughs> honey, I'm sorry about your dad. Honey, I shrunk my ego and blew up my level of consideration for you and listening. Just I blew up my listening skills. Please take me back. What do you think, honey? I shrunk the kids. The TV show is about like I, the ep- t- episode per episode. What do you think? Episode one, coming strong out of the gates. I think it's a pretty traditional child shrinking romp. Okay. Episode two, I think they probably should. Um, I mean, it's all size play, right? So I think the dog probably gets weird. Mm-hmm. Episode three, the whole house got little. Oh, no, all our stuff. Episode four, he accidentally shrinks the relationship counselor that they bring in. Uh-huh, and then they just carry him around in their pocket. He's like a recurring character. Yeah, it's very cute, though. I do like that part. Episode five, they shrink their son but blow up their daughter. And at this point, Peter's just like... I'm just trying to find new fun ways of mixing it He's up. He's just trying to feel alive. He can only feel alive by shrinking at this point. I'm just going to hit both of you guys with some titles okay. of episodes of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show. Honey, we've been swallowed by Grandpa. Literally out Hello. the gate. Hi. They nail it. Let me just quick. Let me just get on. Let me just torrent this real quick. Honey. Torrenting, torrenting. <laughs> Shut up. I'm watching this now. Shut up. Give me, t- give me 22 minutes. <laughs> Nobody talk. Just let me sit here in it. Honey, the house is trying to kill us. Holy okay. shit. Honey, I'm haunted. Honey, what? honey, I'm haunted? Honey, you've got nine lives. Okay. So this is the this is the uh what's the fucking cat movie that's out right now? Happy Cat. Honey, they're after me lucky charms. No, that's no, not that no, Justin. Okay. Wayne's invention succeeds in finding gold. A pot of doubloons claimed by a leprechaun just puts a curse on the <laughs> Just having fun with it. Listen, I know that the movies are pretty whimsical Mm. with the ant dog and franchise rooted in science. But you can't just be like, I don't know, you know, scientific leprechaun. Honey, I blew up the leprechaun. (laughs) Honey, I know what you're thinking. Honey, you're living in the past. That's like a. Is that a two parter? That's that's where it all starts to go downhill for the Zelenskys. Honey, I have conquered death. (laughs) By the way, they did. 66 episodes of this motherfucker. I, by the way, I bet P- Peter Scolari really feels an ownership of this role at this point since he's been yeah. doing it 15 times way, as way long longer than Richard, Richard, Richard did. What's the, what's the finale called, you think? Honey, who done it? Honey, we died. 
Honey, time stretches before me as an endless loop through which I'm trying to escape. Time is a flat circle, honey. Honey, time's a flat circle. Honey, now we're all sons of bitches. <laughs> honey, I invented the atomic bomb accidentally. Back honey, I've become death destroyer of worlds. This is... J- oh, man. This seems like a pretty good show. <laughs> it really was. I actually remember enjoying it immensely. Honey, <laughs> honey, I shrink all of Australia, and it's just fucking gone now. Can I tell you? Scalari's a treasure. I love Scalari. Scalari's a fucking treasure. Yeah, he's great. Honey, I'm the Sorcerer's Apprentice. That was the last episode? No. No, no it's, the last one's called Honey, Who Done It? It's a murder mystery, I guess. Kind of seems like an anticlimactic. You would think they would end with some shrinking. You would think they would bring it back and be like, honey, episode- honey, let's bring it home with some shrinking. Some good old-fashioned shrinkage. <sighs> honey, at the next last episode is, honey, I shrink, therefore I am. Mm, that's, oh, so that's where it was. Okay. Kind of a thinker. I would like to see one episode in which... Uh, he uses like the enlarging ray, but enlarges everyone to one point one scale. That so they're just like one point one times the size. So it's definitely like weird, but not the inconvenience that they were dealing with otherwise. It's not like a giant baby. It's just like a seven foot tall man. Well, it's got it. This has got to be an expensive show, I would think. Right? Oh, definitely. Like, no well, with all the science. And I mean, they're just going through kids nonstop with all what with all the. Do you know how many kids they lost in the original shrink? A lot? A lot. They would just let him out in the lawn, and then that's it for him. 1.5 kids. That ant killed six kids. That ant, but that ant has been working in this town for so many of the stories that ant could tell. Honey, I'm rooting for the home team. That's just one where they, it's no science, no Nick wackiness. Nick is upset because he's having trouble playing baseball, so he asks his dad to make some inventions to help him play baseball better. That's just cheating, Wayne. No an- no angels in the outfield, only man. Elsewhere, Diane is worried about her recital, and Amy uses a cream that camouflages pimples, but she uses too much, and it hides her nose. No, 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 no. Hold on. You can't both give me baseball machines and invisible You're telling nose. me there's two wacky science subplots in each episode of Shrink? You yeah. can't put both in there, Wayne. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last one, I promise. Honey, the bunny bit it. Nick invents a machine of his own in an attempt to resurrect his dead pet bunny, Copernicus. Oh, my God. Things go wrong when his invention summons a monstrous creature from another dimension that no. possesses the body of his deceased friend. Holy no. fucking That's shit. That's real? How's your Saturday morning programming, everyone? That's real? Well? Nick defeats death and invites a demon from another world yeah. into our plane? Honey, we've lost the plot. <laughs> Honey, we went wrong somewhere. Uh, that's going to do it for us, folks. We hope you've enjoyed the program. Uh, thank you so much for hanging in with us on this kind of weird, bumpy uh, three-week schedule. We'll be back to normal uh, soon after. I'm going to actually predict that the next episode is probably going to be a little bit late because we are. I'm, we may mit, we may, may we no no no. We'll we'll get one up. It's just I'm traveling that weekend and we are going to be fucking wiped because we're I'm doing a, trying to find you know a house. Yeah, Travis is house yeah. house hunting. So the next week will probably be a bit off schedule. We apologize, but but we're we're going to get this thing back on track. We'll probably end up sitting on that live show too because Griffin and I have got you know yeah we need to put some stuff in the tank for this to, one. We need um, to bank some stuff. Got to bank some stuff, and also we're recording it, so we probably can put it out. Oh, that's a good oh. point. A lot of twists and turns. A lot of twists. Like, this is quite the roller coaster. Um, uh, the show, by the way, I just want everyone to know. I'm very proud of yeah. how it's coming along. I cannot wait for everyone to see it. Yeah, I think so you're so we're all, if we've it. if we've sounded like exhausted, and we did a a, a live uh, Facebook live thing for CISO, uh, and a lot of people were like, God, they look so tired. It's not coming from a place of us being like uh, bummed out or anything because the the show's going really really well, and I'm really happy with it, and I think it's going to be really good. We're just leaving on the fucking. We're, we're just we're all using going so every deep bit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we don't have anything. Like, at the end of the day, I am a toothpaste tube. Rolled from the bottom, you yeah. know? Uh, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. It's a great album that you should go get. Also want to thank Maximum Fun for having us. Go to MaximumFun.org and just go click. Click on websites. Go click on podcasts. Go listen to stuff like Beef and Dairy Network and Judge John Hodgman and stop podcasting yourself. Uh, we all have other shows and video stuff and Twitter stuff that you can find at com. I would like to plug one in particular. Okay. Uh, we just did an episode of Schmanners uh, in which my wife did like a biography of Emily Post. Oh, interesting. That was amazingly fascinating. Emily Post like was incredible and like Teresa did a great job with it. It's my favorite episode I think that we've recorded so far. And I just wanted to plug that and say go check out Schmanners, listen to that Emily Post episode and educate yourself on Emily Post. She's amazing. Yep. 
Uh, Is that I it? I think that's going to do it for us, folks. Thank you so much uh, 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 for sticking with us. Uh, we have a final question. Yeah. Found by Griffin. And what we do every week is Griffin reads this and we kind of think about it and, and, and dwell on it. And then we come back the week just after. sort of focus our, most of our energy talks about it and just like release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so nice. Uh, anyway, this one was sent by Rachel Rosing. Uh, game recognized game, Rachel Rosing. We need, to, we need to write down a fucking list of what everybody's stuff you need, is. You need yeah, to write you down definitely a list. need to do that. Um, thank you, Rachel Rosing. It's by Yahoo Answers user Earl, who asks... What is Mary Tyler Moore's role in the big scheme of things? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. He's been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Why would you listen to a podcast of TV pilots that never got made? It must not have been any good, right? I don't know for a fact that anyone read it. They couldn't get the deal done. It was kind of a regime change. Someone at the studio who was in a decision-making capacity said, these guys seem like losers. They just blamed it on, okay, well, it must be women. We got word that USA had decided to stop doing comedy. Why aren't we making this? It was so good. Hear the TV comedies you never got to see on the Dead Pilot Society podcast. Listen on MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts.